So let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility and strength. We believe that your body is your greatest tool, and when you take care of it, you can move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movement-rehab.com, that's mvmt-rehab.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free. What's going on, everyone? It's Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project Podcast, and today I'm joined by Jess Schmeckel of True North Healing. Um, she is a Reiki master and a mindfulness coach right here in Green Bay. Um, so Jess, I appreciate you taking time out of your day, first and foremost, to uh, sit down and talk with me. And, well, thank um, you. For sure. Like, this is going to be good. Uh, I've, you know, you've met with Eric, it's, it's going to be good. Um, so I like to start everything off, um, kind of what we were talking about before we hit record uh, with backgrounds. Um, I think it's, it's just like people ask sometimes why I do that. And again, it's just, it explains the whole story. It brings things full circle. And I would love to hear um, your story and really how True North Healing came to be, where it's at and all of that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. It has been great getting to know you and Erica and your business. So I love uh, this sharing that we can do together. So I really appreciate your time. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So True North Healing um, is so my passion. Um, And and I think that's true of a lot of people. business owners, right? This is Mm -hmm. their passion. This is their love. Mm -hmm. For me, how it started. um, So my background is actually, um, I have a master's degree in college administration. Okay. I worked in colleges um, for about 15 years. Um, That was my, that was my career. That was, I I truly felt like that was where I was meant to be. And that's where I was going to make an impact. And, um, after I had a family and, um, you know, was continuing to work full time plus, like mm-hmm. many of us do, um, I just was feeling absolutely run ragged. Like every day I woke up and there was a marathon that I had to do mm-hmm. and I did not have the, the right tools or the energy to do the marathon. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I would, I would go to work and I would give it my all and I would be thinking about my kids and what I miss there and, and what, what am I not uh, giving to them that I need to give to them. And then I'd go home and I would try and give it my all there. (laughs) And I would be thinking about work and what I left on the table there and what didn't get done. And it was just this vicious cycle that left me feeling that no one was getting my best. Mm -hmm. So that is um, where Reiki entered my life Mm. and how I kind of came to this profession. So I had Reiki during that time and it was 
maybe how a lot of people find me now, it felt like a a lifeboat. Okay. Felt like I was sinking and the boat pulled up and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I need this boat so bad. Um, but I had tried other things that I thought were the lifeboat and and it didn't it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so I tried Reiki and I was like, afterwards, I thought, wow, I feel good. Okay, I feel good. And I just left it at that. I, I actually went into it very skeptical. Mm-hmm. So um so I tried it and I thought, I feel good, but I, I didn't want to put too much on it. You know, I just kind of wanted to be like, yeah, that felt good, but we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Well, then I got it a couple more times and all of a sudden I was kind of like cruising r- around or cruising along in life. And, um, and all of a sudden I felt like, wow, things feel really monumentally different. And I started to look at what was happening in my life. And the only thing I could pick that I was doing different was that I was getting Reiki. And that was like a huge, like, holy cow, <laughs> this is powerful. Mm-hmm. This is super powerful. So, um, yeah, so that was my introduction to it. So that kind of also led me on a journey um, where I was like, okay, this college life uh working at a college you know when you work at a college with traditional age college students you do a lot of evening work you do a lot of weekend work plus you do your day job you know your your normal hours to meet with the rest of the staff in that so um i was working a lot and i i just started to think about is this still where where i can make my greatest impact Mm. and um you know, for me, I really try to zero in on um, what brings me joy. Where do I feel like my gifts can be greatest, utilized greatest? Mm-hmm. Where can I make an impact with people? So no matter what I was doing, I wanted to be making an impact. And so I kind of zeroed in on what I really loved about my work. And um, that kind of led me on this journey. And I, I ended up um, at a retreat center. Um, I had this uh, little piece of time in there after my career in colleges where I was the uh, director at a retreat center. And what I loved about that is, again, I'm bringing people to peace, right? I'm helping them find peace in their crazy, busy schedules. Mm -hmm. I'm helping them slow down, be in this moment, be present. And those are all things that Reiki does as well. So, um, so I knew at that place that I was on the right path. Um, and for a variety of reasons, I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term fit. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but again, I knew I was on the right path. And so, you know, you kind of get to this point and you reach out. I had been in a career field long enough that I had all these mentors around along the way who, people who knew me, people who understood me who could see my best and kind of help bring that out and what i kept hearing is why aren't you doing reiki and i thought (laughs) some of these people were totally not connected to each (laughs) other and so i thought this is okay i'm Mm -hmm. listening right i'm listening universe is speaking yes the universe (laughs) is speaking and i i am listening so um yeah so i reached out to this woman who had been a uh, a 
pretty instrumental part in my life who I knew knew Reiki and mm-hmm. could teach Reiki. And she had actually sort of um, earlier in life retired. Um, right. And I say retired with the quote marks around it because, um, you know, she was maybe doing a little bit of stuff on the side, but, but for the most part, wasn't seeing people. Um, and I reached out to her and she's like, you know what? I just started teaching again. And again, I thought, all right, universe, I hear you. So mm-hmm. here's this, this person who's been so great. And she just got back into teaching. And I thought the timing is just divine timing, mm-hmm. I guess. And so it just kind of all flowed so easily. And that's really where True North Healing was born. It mm-hmm. was out of that... Um, you know, as, as our paths are, they're not straight lines. It was a little bit all over the place, <laughs> but I got to the place where I truly feel like um, I just feel so lucky to be have clients before me who many times are feeling how I felt mm-hmm. and I can see that I can make an impact for them. Yeah, it's a powerful thing, isn't it? Like when yeah. you, you talked about kind of your journey and then there were all these signs pointing yes pointing to one thing and it's always like fear is always there a little bit like oh do i make this complete change but then i mean you kept saying like the word impact you want to make impact on people and all of that and now you're doing that and like people are coming to you with their health and their worries and everything and like that's an awesome it's scary it's a big responsibility but it's awesome it is. And I just see these giant breakthroughs that people mm-hmm. have. And it just, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit crazy because th- these people will be before me and oftentimes emotions, right? Mm-hmm. People might cry. People might, um, uh, oftentimes if they're crying, it's like bursting into tears, right? Okay. And um, so these powerful moments, and sometimes I'll find myself almost smiling in that moment. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I probably look deranged. <laughs> Here they are super upset and having this big moment. And yeah. I'm smiling, but I'm smiling because I know they're coming to their exactly, truth. Exactly, right. And that feels so amazing. Mm-hmm. That, that's and what it, it's all about. It is. And I get to be a witness to that. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's very gratifying profession i can imagine yeah yeah for sure it is that's so cool um so for those that might not be familiar with reiki can you explain um more about it like how it works how it operates what you do yeah absolutely yeah so uh reiki is it's a form of energy healing um Sometimes I think people get tripped up on that, like the energy, come on, that sounds weird. But here's the thing, and this is what I often talk to people about if they're a little bit skeptical, is, well, A, just try it because you you should make your own decision, right? Yep, for sure. Um, But B, um, we feel energy in our everyday life. We're just not taught to tune into that. We're not taught to listen to that. So um, an example of this would be, you know, if you uh, say you're going out to dinner with friends and they're picking you up in their car 
and um, you hop out of your house and you run out to the car and you get in and you're like, whoa, <laughs> they something's going on here. They're in a fight. There's mm-hmm. something like you can cut the tension with a knife, right? Mm-hmm. We've heard that phrase. That's energy we're feeling. They didn't have to say words. Their facial expressions could have been smiles, in fact, right? Because right? we put on this exterior right. sort of front. So yes. all of that could have looked that way, but we feel the energy of that moment. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing if you go to a huge sporting event or concert, and it's like, it's just this amazing energy that you can feel. It's mm-hmm. excitement, and that excitement is contagious. It just flows, right? You feel it. You feel like the power of that moment. And it's that exact same thing. So we feel energy. And so Reiki is working with that. It's balancing. We were made of energy. Mm-hmm. It's balancing the energy in our body. Yeah. So, and it's, I can tell you a little more. It's uh, so if you come to my office and you have Reiki, and now this might not be universally true because people, if you go to a different Reiki, practitioner, it might be slightly different. Mm -hmm. So, but if you come to my office, what we're going to do is we're first going to talk about where you're at, what's going on in your life. What are your stressors? um, Where do you feel stress in your body? Mm -hmm. How do you know Mm. when you're feeling stress? Because I think so many of us are running around completely disconnected from our bodies and our bodies are always screaming clues at us. You know that. Yes. I, say that all the time like if you just listen to your body it's going to tell you exactly what you need it is so powerful isn't it it is it's It's awesome it's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah so um so i'm finding out in that beginning part you know where are they at in their journey are they connected to their body do they see the clues feel those little um nudges from their body and their own Mm -hmm. wisdom or are they completely disconnected from that? So we're having that conversation in the beginning, and that's usually close to half the session. The second half of the session is actually on the table. So Reiki is done on a massage table. Okay. Um, I have uh, clients lie on their backs, um, and it's very comfy. Lots of people are like, just leave me here <laughs> afterwards so they can <laughs> just totally zen out more. But mm-hmm. um So it's on a massage table, lying on your back, Uh, there's a blanket, you're fully clothed. Uh, So just a comfortable environment. And um, for me, I rest hands. So um, I will have my hands, I start by someone's head and I work down toward their feet. And I'm really listening to what their energy is telling me. So, you know, just how I said earlier, we're not really tuned into the energy Mm -hmm. that we can feel. as a Reiki master, I am tuning into that mm-hmm. energy and I'm listening to that energy. And so I might, I'll always start by the head, but I might move my hands in a different pattern based on what I'm feeling off of that person. Oftentimes I can, um, gosh, someone can have a headache and I'll be able to name it immediately mm-hmm. and where in their head they feel it. Um, if someone has a backache, I know exactly where it is. I might name it before, you know, they've even told me. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's lots of things I feel. I can also feel emotional centers. Like if there are emotions being held up somewhere, Mm -hmm. um, I, I can feel like in sometimes even name what the specific emotion is, which is where people have these great breakthroughs, right? Mm -hmm. Because they, 
uh, especially if you haven't been listening to your body and then someone comes along and names all the things, it can feel <laughs> really powerful. Mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah. So that is a session. Um, and yeah, people have great experiences. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I mean, people just don't, I don't think they understand energy and how it works. Like they hear yeah. some of this stuff. Um, and they're always like, oh, okay, okay, like kind of brush it off. But what you said before is like, if you can just come in and be completely open to it, yeah, it's incredible like what you can find out, not only about yourself, but I mean, yeah, basically about yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that's why like moments like this are so helpful because I think people need to hear who mm -hmm. I am and um and get a sense of who i am so they're not like oh she's this witch doctor mm -hmm. and she's making potions in the corner and she's <laughs> you know whatever like i think sometimes there's all these ideas around it because it's something we don't know it's not right. a known thing and so then our mind kind of uh leads us on this whole crazy path but mm -hmm. the reality is i'm a mom i right. am a wife i am um you know, someone who cares about this community, cares about this world. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just like anybody else right. in this world, right? Right. And that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's a big driving force behind me wanting to start this is there's such a viewpoint on what healthcare is in America. Yes. And it, like no disrespect to the doctors and everything like that, but there's just so much out there that isn't medication and surgery and stuff that you can do to just bring a holistic approach and a much better well-being and sense of self to you than you'll get anywhere else. Like you won't get that in the Absolutely. traditional atmosphere. And it's just, there's just so much else out there that you can help yourself with. And Reiki is so complementary to other forms of healthcare. Mm -hmm. So if I mean, what I see is um, people are maybe they they go to your business and they're working on something in their body, you know, maybe a, a hip mm -hmm. that hurts and bothers them. And um, and then they come to me. And what I find is there's some emotional stuff they're mm -hmm. holding on to in that area. And if we can move that then you're going to have bigger breakthroughs right. with them in their stretching and mm -hmm. in their um, physical therapy in that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, I've seen um, people who are in counseling and then they come to me mm -hmm. and people who are seeing uh, doctors and maybe being treated for an illness and they come to me. And it's just the, the combination of sort of layering up on your health care. Mm -hmm is just such a powerful thing. We, we can't just go to one place and get it all right. done. Exactly. And we can't expect that that's going to work. Exactly. A hundred percent agree with that. Yes. <laughs> there is, you know, oh yeah, I could go off. Um, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to do too. that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But there are, you need these tools in the toolbox to get a full rounded like healthcare experience. And yeah, there's, little bits and pieces here that everybody fits into really well. Mm -hmm. um, and there's experts in their fields for a reason. And when you dip into all of them for your well-being, it's a beautiful thing that happens to you. Like what you it feel is. and how you are 
just kind of pouring out there into it's just it's incredible yeah super incredible yeah it is um you know so the name there's got to be a meaning behind the name right true north yeah i I, can you tell me about that because yeah I i see true north and i'm like okay there's there's something behind that yeah so uh yeah so i was thinking about this um as i was going from place to place today and um and I, I can't come up with the name of the book, but I read a book. So I was, when I was working at a college, um, one of the thing, the last two colleges I worked at, they were really good about doing some um, like leadership, um, we'll call them retreats. Okay. Um, and, and they were really focused on what are you called to do? What do you, mm. what do you hear for? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, how do you make an impact? That's a deep question. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big, deep mm-hmm. question. And in particular, both actually, both of the last two places I worked, the last two colleges I worked, they both had year long programs that right. they would put their staff through in these cohorts and that were um, asking these big questions um, and trying to bring meaning to the mm-hmm. work we do. So um, in one of them, I read this book and it was about, um, gosh, I don't know, uh, like an executive who got in a ski accident, but he was a guy who was always go, 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 like work his life, Mm. took this uh, vacation, got in this big ski accident and, um, and just was taken out of the picture for a while. Like he couldn't be at work. He couldn't be go, go, go. And it, it sort of shook up his whole life. And at the end of the book, he talks about coming to your truth, coming Mm. to your inner compass. And he calls it following your true north. Okay. And for me, this place, this business is my true north. Yeah. It is, um, I want to connect people with their own inner compass. I want them to find meaning in their life. I want them to feel good in their life, in their bodies, mm-hmm. and be present in their life. And all of that is kind of how I came to this and why why it's True North Healing. That's really cool. That's really cool. I, can't, I think I've read that. I cannot think of the name of that book. I know I can't either. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. If I think it, I'll have to like send it over and yeah, I don't know, that's be a footnote to this. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. I, it's always the worst when it's like right there. And when you started talking about it, I was like, I know what you're talking about, but I can't mm-hmm. think of the name of it either. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, now I completely lost my train of thought because I did have a follow-up <laughs> question to that, but <laughs> that's all right. Um, so you do mindfulness as well. Yeah. So yes. How does, it's super powerful. Um, and it's something like I've done myself and especially when like gripping anxiety a couple of years ago and it really mm-hmm. kind of was the thing that it was a tool, right? But it was one of the best tools that I deployed at that time. Um, and it's something that I stopped doing because I start, I'm guilty of it. You know, you start to feel good. Yep. I talk to people That's all the time. Right. Like, um, yep. But it's been something that I want, I need to get back into because I thoroughly started to enjoy it. And like every time I sit down, it's like, oh man, I can't just, do this and that's part of the practice right i mean once yeah. you start it's gonna be difficult but yeah how does that um talk a little bit more about that the benefits of it and how it fits into everything else you're already doing 
Yeah, yeah. So mindfulness, um, it's kind of a buzzword now, right? Like people are talking about it. Mm -hmm. And um, and when I say it's a buzzword, it's not always um, linked back to how I learned it, I guess, Mm -hmm. which um, was uh, John Kabat-Zinn was the founder of um, the mindfulness that I know and that I love. And so um, when I talk about mindfulness, really what I am talking about is helping people to be present in their lives. Mm. But one of the, the, the greatest tools that I see with how he teaches it is that um, he kind of tells you to throw up the welcome mat for your emotions. And this is something that no matter who walks through the door in my office, mm-hmm. they're not, most people are pushing their emotions down. How do how do I avoid this emotion <laughs> as quick as possible? Yeah. In fact, they might be coming to me to say, "Hey, just clear this away." Uh, okay. But that's that is not what <laughs> that that's not what I'm going to do for you, my friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so what I love about it is he says to throw out the welcome mat. So, what does that really look like? Well, gosh, I could wake up one morning and feel sad, and mm-hmm. I might not even know why I feel sad. And what he would say is throw out the welcome mat. Just, it's okay. Mm. Be with that feeling. And so what I see, I mean, there's a couple of things. What I want people to be able to do and how I use mindfulness is I'm trying to help people name their emotions. Mm -hmm. Put a name on it. Mm. It's really powerful when we can name it. Mm -hmm. And then just allow it allow the emotion like let's not fight it let's not push it away let's not look for the magic um thing that is going to make me not feel this Mm. emotion instead i might just think huh i feel sad today and you know what i have a really busy day and i'm going to be walking with sadness today and that's okay Mm. instead of like i i have a really busy day i don't have time for this Mm -hmm. I'm not going to feel sad today. I don't have time for this. Well, why can't I walk with sadness? Why can't sadness just be like right there with me and Mm -hmm. I can still do my day? Uh, We can have sadness and not be falling apart, falling on the floor. You know, it's not going to. These things don't have to always stop us up, you know, in these big ways. Sometimes they do. That's okay, too. Sometimes they do. So, um. So he would say, name the emotion, allow it, uh, have compassion for yourself. Mm, Big. That's big. Big, 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 big. (laughs) We are not taught to have compassion for ourselves. (laughs) Not at all. No, no. Uh, We're taught like, keep moving, rub some dirt on it and go. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're not hurt. (laughs) Right. Emotionally, you're certainly not hurt. Now get up and go. Yep. So, um, yeah. So having compassion for ourselves, what does that look like? What, you know? How would you be, if your friend, your good friend was going through this exact same experience, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. You probably wouldn't tell them, just deal with it. My God, you're a baby. You wouldn't do that. You would, you would maybe hug them. You Mm -hmm. would maybe tell them, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that for ourselves? How do we bring comfort to ourselves in these difficult moments? That's really, um, for me you know, what, what mindfulness is, is about. And I find that when we're checking in on our emotions throughout the day, that pulls us into the present moment. Mm. 
right? Because Mm -hmm. we might be feeling something. And if we're not present, we can easily ignore that. But if we're checking in and saying, how do I feel right now? How does my body feel? How do I feel? That's, that's super powerful. So I use that tool, mindfulness, um, with clients all the time, all the time. I'm constantly teaching people, you know, how to do that kind of stuff because um, I want them to be able to, I mean, it's great that you can pay someone to help you, right? right. Someone can go to you and they can pay you to help them. Mm-hmm. But it's even more powerful if you can give them tools that they can use on the outside and if I can give tools that they can use on the outside. So that really, for me, is where this deeply comes into play. You know, we we might talk about meditation. We might talk about yoga. We might Mm. talk about all kinds of things that are going to help them to stay grounded, stay present on the outside of their Reiki sessions. Mm, yeah, that's, that's really powerful. I mean, giving people the tools and it's empowering for them because yeah. then it's like, they, they, we operate the exact same way. Like we want, we love seeing you. We, you know, yep. more than happy to have you keep coming back, but we're going to give you things that you can do outside of here that you can now put in your toolbox to take care of yourself. And like from visit one to visit whenever, there's a shift that you start to see. Yes. You start to see like yes. a mindset shift and then yep. it becomes empowering. You can tell that they're walking a little taller, feeling a little bit better. And it's all part of the process. And it's just, I love to see that transition. That's my, one of my absolute favorite parts because it's like, okay, now you get it. Now you're feeling good about yourself and you see what you're fully capable of doing and how you feel. That, yeah. that is awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. There's nothing better than I'll have uh, clients text me from time to time, you know, outside of appointments. And there's nothing better than when someone says, oh my God, this really big thing happened and I'm so upset. And instead of saying, I don't know what to do, they're like, hey, I tried this and it really helped. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh man, that's something we've been talking about in session and now they're doing it and it's (laughs) making a difference. It's that's like, that's where it's at. That's good stuff. It is it's it's the best i mean it's the best um so you mentioned yoga too so is that something you do is that something you just recommend to pair with what you're doing with them so uh i recommend people have movement Mm. in their life for me yoga i love yoga i don't teach yoga but um yoga for me really um connected me with my body Mm. it 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 made me um see and appreciate the strength in my body okay and that is something that's also something that's empowering right Mm -hmm. like when we can realize what our body can do and um and feel it and know it um so a lot of times i'll recommend yoga there's also some certain yoga moves that i know that um you know, can really be helpful if someone's feeling anxious. One of those would be just laying with your legs up the wall. Okay. So, you know, getting as close to the wall as you can and legs up. And, um, you know, if you have back mm. issues, you're maybe putting a pillow underneath or something. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is something that I learned in yoga. And here's the thing. That, that move can totally ground us, mm-hmm. can totally help anxiety, um, 
maybe release or lift a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's the simple thing we can do at home. So it it's not i love yoga but it's not something i teach but it is definitely something that i do tell people like this is a great type of movement yeah um if you are a gym goer and you're like i need to sweat it all out then sweat it all out like <laughs> then i'm going to encourage you to do that yeah. um you know it's just i i think a, a really wellness incorporates so much more than just um medicine oh, yeah. or something like that you know we got to move our bodies we gotta um yeah we just we got to do other things than just go to the doctor once a year oh yeah completely agree if you do yeah. that you're doing something wrong <laughs> that's yeah. just how i yeah. feel yeah like but i think a lot of people were taught that that's the exactly. way it goes and and that that works yep. you know that's that's taking care of yourself right right oh you went to your checkup good for you right but how are you really <laughs> feeling? Like, let's, yeah, let's figure that <laughs> there's out. way more than that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, yeah. And that's I mean, that's kind of why we got away from it is like we, we saw that trend. We see how people are really taking care of themselves. And it's just not what they need and or deserve. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. A, it's a shame. But I love that you say deserve because yeah. I that's one of the things I say, like, OK. Can you just go like crazy like you're doing in your life? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. At some time you might burn out, but you might not. Mm -hmm. um, but here's the thing. Is that, is that how you saw life? Right. Is that how you, is that what you deserve? Mm -hmm. Is this how you deserve to feel always? And, and it's just not like people, life can feel really, really good. Mm -hmm. And why not, why not aim for that? Right. And, and sometimes people will be like, well, it's good for that person, but I could never do that. And it's like, yeah. well, why not? Why not yeah. you? Like, what's, yeah. what's the difference? Like, let's, yeah. let's look at priorities and let's maybe work on some shifts and go from there. Yep. You, know? you have to start small. We, I was talking with, I can't remember, somebody else. Um, I love talking about this kind of stuff, self-care mm -hmm. self and just kind of treating yourself. And um, it's always about that self-talk, right? Like. Yeah. You would never talk to somebody else. How you, I, I would hope you wouldn't talk to somebody else how you would talk to yourself. Absolutely. Um, everybody, I mean, I'm guilty of this, my own biggest critic. But you don't realize day in and day out what that's actually doing, bringing back energy, what that's actually doing yeah. to you internally yes. and like what you're producing out into the, out into the world. It's, it's detrimental. It is. It is. And that I think that's really to like how mindfulness and Reiki work together is it's kind of changing our mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, it's yeah, bringing up those things. What is that voice in your head saying? If you had a friend like that, you would have cut them loose a mm -hmm. long time ago. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, another question I had was. Obviously, most Reiki is done in person, but I, you can also do it remotely. Distance. Yeah. yeah. So can you, how does that work? Because that's really so, intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so for distance healing, Reiki distance healing, uh, Reiki is sent or energy is sent. Mm -hmm. So um, it is the same in terms of, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to find out where you're at. And then when it gets to the point of where you would be on the table, um, what I would uh, sort of coach you through is let's find a comfortable place um, where you won't be interrupted. 
and then I'll actually send energy. So it's the same thing. Um, it's just uh, on the practitioners on my end, mm -hmm. it's a little different process to send it. Okay. Um, but in terms of what the client experiences, they will feel the same things. It was it was really great. So I didn't do a lot of distance healing um, before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and the pandemic, um, when we had the shutdown, I ended up offering to clients if you still wanted to get reiki we can shift to this online format nice. um and so people who probably otherwise wouldn't have tried that were like okay i'll give it a shot yeah and the really cool thing is uh people loved it they were like i feel amazing and in the time when the pandemic was maybe just kind of starting and people were really, really scared and, mm -hmm. um, and, and we're just unsure. It was so great to be able to have this other way to reach people. You know, we're not going to see each other in person, but we can do this other way. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a client who just kept on doing it that way nice. rather than in person. Yeah. So I'm like, if you ever doubt the impact of distance Reiki, that, right there says it all right here's a person who could come into the office right. right and and she's just choosing now to continue it's awesome and it just, yeah it, it's awesome it allows you to reach but also probably reach more people because yeah you can and people need that i mean i, I just think it's so important um yeah and just being able to do things remotely like if there's one there's any good that came out of the pandemic like my hope was that people would realize how unhealthy America is and start to mm -hmm. shift that. And then just, um, just all the different avenues that we have to still connect with people. I, I think it's yeah. super special. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that you want us to know about you, about true North healing, mm -hmm. how you operate? We've touched on some good stuff <laughs> yeah i think so too this has been great i could talk about this stuff all day <laughs> by all means <laughs> uh no i feel like we covered it i i will say um you know if someone's thinking about it give it a try mm -hmm. because here's the thing even if you come to me and you're like wow um it was it was all right wasn't for me i a might be able to point you in the direction of someone else who might be more helpful mm -hmm. for you or B, I mean, this is how we find our way, right? This is how we find what works for us with self-care. We got to try things in order to see what's really going to work. I mean, years ago, I never would have said yoga was my thing. And mm. now I, I just can't get by without doing it. I have to do it. Yeah. And so you got to try things. And you're not going to, um, it, it's, it's not going to be painful. It's going to be helpful. Oh, that's a good point. Like, does it hurt? <laughs> that's no, that's a big question, no. Right? Yeah. yeah, it it doesn't. It's uh, you know sometimes the first time you might not necessarily connect with the sensations mm. that are happening while it's happening, but you're going to get up from the table. Almost everyone, I would say, I can't even think of anyone who who didn't say this says that they feel lighter mm. after they're done. Yeah, it it sometimes feels like all of the stressors that you have, all of the things that are weighing on you get boxed up and get lifted off of you and set next to you. Mm -hmm. And that alone is worth it. That's awesome. And that's, that's so important too. I mean, just feeling lighter tells you how much you're carrying around on you. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what it's about, right? Yeah. Um, I, I remember the question I wanted to ask you, do you use any tools to help people like do guided meditation or any apps or anything like that? Mindfulness. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so apps, I really like insight timer, um, for meditation. Um, and, and here's one thing that I would hear people say a lot is, well, I really don't meditate because, you know, I, I'm only doing guided meditations mm. or I can't really do the other type of medica- meditation. And what I would say is quit judging it. Yeah. Like, are you sitting down in stillness, right. whether you're listening to someone who's leading you through it <laughs> or you're being completely silent and your thoughts are running mad, you are still meditating. Mm-hmm. Because we're not, I I had this person come in and she's like, I watched this documentary and these monks were um, meditating in New York City. And she's like, how did they do that? And I was like, well, first of all, you're assuming that their minds were completely blank. If there were 15 monks sitting there, I bet one of them had thoughts running (laughs) through his head. At least. Just like you or I would. (laughs) And they were fighting through it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's it, right? Like, just yeah, you got to try things yeah. and you got to you got to kind of fight through a little bit. But Insight Timer is one of my favorite tools yeah. that is um, you don't have to pay for the right. Um, you know, you don't have to upgrade to get the higher service. I would say obviously support people if you can on there. If you really love a meditation and you're using it a lot, you can make a donation. Um, but um, yeah, that that is a fantastic mm-hmm. um service the other thing i would say and this is maybe sounds silly but music is a big thing Mm. Um, music can be really helpful in changing our mood and um so once in a while i always play music in the office and it's always um you know the same thing Mm -hmm. um not in terms of the exact same thing but i always listen to liquid mind um it's you can find it on amazon music or any of the services But it's a super calming, um, just a nice um, have around the house sort of music. If you're if you're feeling like you could use a little bit of calming, okay. So yeah, that that's another down. sort of free thing nice. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that one down. I wasn't familiar with that. I'm gonna check that awesome. one out. Yeah, I I like uh, I've used Insight Timer as well as Headspace. Headspace, yeah, especially like. Like you said, the, the thoughts are going to wander. They're going to come and go, right? I mean, that's yep. the whole principle of the practice is just kind of yep. allow them to be there um, yep. without attaching an emotion or a feeling towards it and just let it go, let it pass. But yep. And you'll find the more you do it, the better it gets, the easier it gets, and the more you can just kind of unwind. Yeah. You know what? The final thing I would say, another, uh, I have been for probably, oh, I don't know, it's definitely over a year now. Every Monday, I put a video on my Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I call them Monday Minute. And um, I just try to give you a tool that you can use nice. at home for the week. And so um, those videos, um, I get really great feedback on. Um, I think they're meaningful to people, you mm-hmm. know, like um, maybe not all of them, but, you know, something grabs someone at some point. Right. So, um so it's just another um, maybe free thing out there that if any of this resonated with people, that's that's a way you can get a tool each week. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, awesome. Well, let's get into the lightning round questions. Sure. So, <laughs> all right. I'm ready. Nice, nice. What is your favorite 
health-related book? And I, I, I always, I got to start, I think I'm rewording this question because health, like people think it has, so, like it's so encompassing. So I'm, I really love hearing this answer because there's such a broad range of wealth or health. Yeah, well, I'm going to break the rules right off the bat and talk about a podcast that was super impactful to me. Uh, So Brene Brown, Unlocking (laughs) Us, um, there is, but there's a particular one and it's, she interviews um, the authors of a book and the book is Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And someone had recommended it to me. um, And when I listened to it, I was, well, first of all, I saw Burnout and I was like, I'm not. I mean, why, why is that applicable to what I do? You know, I really wasn't feeling it. And then I listened to it and here's what they talk about. They talk about emotional exhaustion. Mm. And I thought, oh my God, every single person that comes through my door is experiencing emotional exhaustion. Mm. And they also talk about, you know, how stress impacts our body and how to follow the stress cycle to completion. So to walk through the entire emotion to its completion. Mm. So I, I mean that I go back to that podcast so many times <laughs> and, and I got to read the book and I haven't read it yet, but um, I know, I know it's good stuff. It's what I see all the time in my clients. Yeah. I, I know a couple of people that have read the book um, and they love it. It's been recommended yeah. to me a few times. I still need to read awesome. it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm with you. Um, what's your favorite health related activity to do in the Green Bay area? So, okay. So this one, I'm going to talk about a winter one because I it's like going it. to be winter yeah. soon. Um, I, so I, when I was younger, I used to cross country ski and my husband and I just took it up again last year. And here's the thing. If you haven't been cross country skiing, you need to do it. Mm. It's, um, first of all, it's movement. Mm-hmm. Second, it is you're outside in the winter. Um, our winters are long. You got to find something you like right. outside to do, or you're going to feel miserable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, gosh, we went to a lot of golf courses, have cross country ski trails um, in the winter time, and it's cheap. And I love it. I recommend everybody does that for sure. That's good. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of uh, summer outside stuff to do but not a whole lot of snow time stuff yeah yeah well and we have snow a lot of the years so majority of yeah yeah i i really enjoyed we were we did a lot of hiking last winter and we did a lot of um uh cross-country skiing and man it made a difference on how the winter felt nice i mean that's that's big time um yeah and then Last one, what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody looking to kind of switch their health mindset or promote a healthier lifestyle or start Mm. a healthier lifestyle? Yeah. Mm, Do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my piece of advice. Quit thinking about it and do it. Um, So many times, and I think you touched on this earlier, that people are like, they're afraid or they have fear around things or I can't do that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's great. They did it, but I can't do it. And in fear, um, we can't let it control us. I mean, that's, that's it. We can't let it control us. And so just like the mindfulness stuff that we talked about earlier, do it with fear. Mm-hmm. See that you have fear. If you're thinking about joining a gym, do it with fear. All right, I'm afraid to go the first time. What if I can't keep up? What if I can't do this? What mm-hmm. if, what if, what if? 
do it anyway. Do it with fear. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You can do it. Same with any other thing that you're thinking about trying. Listen to your body. Check in. Is this what feels right? Do it. Mm -hmm. That's huge. And like that goes, fear is just discomfort most of the time. And the way to keep advancing, that's been something I've personally been working on is like kind of living in that discomfort kind of killing yes. comfort, so to speak, um, because that's where a lot of growth comes from. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. And man, I think we, just like with emotions, you know, people want us to clear it away or they want me to clear it away. And the reality is we're okay in discomfort. Mm-hmm. We just don't think we are. Right. We, don't, we don't like to be in it, but it's okay exactly. to be in it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is it's, it, we don't like to be in it because it feels odd it doesn't feel always feel good but yeah if you can keep pushing forward like there's good on the other side of it yeah well it's like being in the middle of the road we don't like to stand in the <laughs> middle of the road either but that's True. what it feels like mm-hmm. right discomfort feels a little bit like that like oh my gosh this doesn't feel safe right Very true. you know yep awesome well jess this is great where can people go to um, learn more about you reach out to you um social media pages website what you got Oh my gosh, this is probably where I'll get tripped up the most. <laughs> so well, I, I know have, you're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I am on Instagram and Facebook under True North Healing. Perfect. And um, I also have a website that is uh, True North Reiki GB for Green Bay.com. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, and that I just had my website redone. So it is very relevant and beautiful and uh, definitely ready for the public. So, so go check it out. Yeah, awesome. And if people want to contact you, should they go through the website? Uh, they could go through the website. They could go through Facebook. Perfect. They could go through uh, Instagram. Any of those are fine. Awesome. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah. tag all that stuff too. So it's awesome. just a click away. Awesome. Well, perfect, Jess. I really appreciate your time and this conversation. It's been great. Yeah, it has been great. Thanks so much. For sure. And as always, guys, uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. If you would like more information about one of our guests or us at Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, just send us an email at info at mvmt-rehab.com. That's info at movement-rehab.com.